A black sedan pulled away from the terminal building at Newark Metropolitan. It joined the stream of taxis and shuttles leaving the airport at rush hour. Before reaching the highway, it turned onto a service road and picked up speed. The road brought it round the back of the staff parking lots and cargo hangars and taxiways. There had been a steady rain all evening, and the car glistened when it passed under each street light. At the end of the road was a security check. The car stopped. The driver lit a cigarette. He looked back over his shoulder at his two passengers. They sat at opposite ends of their seat, as far from each other as they could. "'Name's Piano,' he said. Louis Piano had a North Jersey accent and a voice like it had been cured in a smokehouse. He wore a brown wool suit, gold watch, starched shirt. He looked like a wise guy. The passenger on the right, the older of the two, coughed into a napkin. He was in his sixties and had gray stubble and deep lines on his face. He wiped his mouth with the napkin. Nero, he said. The other was closer to Louis's age, Hispanic-looking. Chino, he said. Beppe Chino. You fellas have a good flight? Nero shrugged. Chino answered that it was all right. There was a knock on the window. It was the security guard with a flashlight. Louis showed his ID, and the guard opened the barrier. They moved on. He passed his pack of cigarettes to the two in the back, and they took it. They looked out the windows. The streets were a blur in the rain. They got on I-78 and gained speed. There was a steady line of trucks in the right-hand lanes from here to the port. The trucks sent up a spray, and Louis put on the wipers. He stayed in the outside lane and got off a mile later at Lyons Avenue. On the street... They drove past low brick loading docks, a Hess gas station, a Hibbard's auto body. They slowed for lights and intersections, but never came to a complete stop. At the Garden State Parkway, they pulled into an underpass and stopped. They were sheltered from the rain, and the wipers started to squeak. Louis shut them off. The traffic roared above them like distant, heavy weather. He turned to the men in the back. I assume you two know what this is about. We know what you know, Nero said. Louis looked at him. He could see now that Nero's skin was scarred, like someone had gone over it with a meat hammer. It looked awful. Louis had never seen anything like it, and he knew guys who could make a good living in a traveling show. Some scourge must have come down on Nero when he was young and stayed with him. The contract, Louis said. That's all I know. That's all you need to know, Nero said. Other than that, he gave away nothing. There's got to be more than that, Louis said. It didn't even give a name. Nero coughed into the napkin again, long and harsh and painful. It sounded like he was tearing out a lung. When he stopped, he wiped his mouth. What more do you want? Why do you guys always want details? They're a liability. Trust me. Louis nodded. He leaned forward and looked out the windshield. The underpass seemed deserted. He opened his door. Wait here, he said. I have to see someone. He got out. The temperature was dropping. It would snow soon. He looked down the tunnel. The entire hundred yards of it was lit by a single fifty-watt sodium vapor lamp. Beneath it, by one of the concrete pillars that held up the weight of the I-78, was a black man in a Biltmore, sitting on an overturned shopping cart. Louis walked toward him. The man watched him approach and sucked a cigarette. Are you Saturday night special? 
The man nodded and flicked his cigarette onto the street. What have you got for less than a buck? Louis said. The man shook his head. Nothing at that price. I don't know who you've been talking to. Louis sighed. He turned to go back to the car. The man jumped off the cart. Hold on, hold on. Ain't you heard of bargaining? Uh, maybe I got something. He took a brown paper bag from under the cart and pulled out a package. He unwrapped it and showed the contents to Louis. It wasn't much to look at. A wood-gripped twenty-five caliber semi-auto, a cheap one out of Los Angeles. That all you got? Right now it is. How much? One fifty. It's a piece of shit. No paperwork, no hassle. You want it, it's yours. Louis gave him a hundred-dollar bill. The man took it. Is it loaded? Mister, what do I look like? Louis went back to the car. He could see Chino and Nero talking. They stopped when he got close.